Hey, you dumb motherfuckers. You know how real you think wrestling is? Well, it's got secrets, and we're here to talk about them. <laughs> oh, you know, you may not know anything, you little fucking babies. Hey, guess what, that grandma? She's in on it, too, you little pig fucker. <laughs> Oh, 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 you think he's just, you think he's a, he's mean to that kid? That kid's his fucking son! I can't operate on this fan, this fan is my son! <laughs> Welcome to a Rewind episode of Hell in a Cell Phone, where we over expose pro wrestling's greatest secrets. Uh, Bobby, can you give us a little bit of background on this? Wow, boy can I. I am so excited to talk about this. I have been um, secretly, not so secretly, championing this project. Um, I remember when this aired. So it's 1998. The, the world is on fire with wrestling. People cannot get enough. NBC is going to air this primetime special called Expose uh, Wrestling's Greatest Secrets Revealed or whatever. Um, similar, there was another one that was like a the magic. The magician one. It was, yeah. it was same producers, right? It was yeah. the, the whole same idea. Magic's Greatest Secrets. The, the, I, I, it is I, like... <laughs> <laughs> Fenerio! Like, I don't know. They found some magician that I I never heard of who, like, was well, the no, because he, he was wearing a, a fencer's mask the whole time because the magic community would come after him. Right. And that's similarly they were doing with wrestling. Then, like, if you break, if you, like, these are, these are, like, the fucking carny rules, and if you break them, you will be exiled, which is true. The story goes that the wrestlers that participated in this were, uh, they say they were uh, misled into what the project was. I don't understand how that's like a, a defense. How they could say like, I was I told I would be not to be slither. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I, I, we, we, uh, how, 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 what did you think it was then that they were asking you on camera to explain in detail how these secrets work? Like, how did they mislead you into thinking that? Oh, I didn't think I was giving up secrets. <laughs> they were told it was, the they, they were told it was pro wrestling's greatest secrets preserved. <laughs> yeah, like, what? What are they doing? This is for for like the the some kind of national treasure library of Congress thing where we're just gonna keep the secrets there but not tell anybody. So my favorite part about this, I mean, like the whole thing is the whole thing is on YouTube. So you guys, we can put a link in our episode notes. Yeah, we'll try. Um, but the whole thing is on YouTube, and uh, so look it up. Uh, but it starts already great with a cast of characters. <laughs> Um, like that we'll never generic. have to see again. <laughs> like, I tried writing the names down. And oh, I was I like, well, no, never almost mind. all done. They're so funny. Okay. Uh, there's the All American Boy. He's a little boy. He's a little American boy. He looks like Sting, um, except like and the Patriot had a baby. Okay, so we've All American Boy. Then we have, I believe this is not a typo. I was high though, but I believe his name was <laughs> Colossus. <laughs> looks wrong but it also looks right it was colossus <laughs> colossus okay, you know but, everyone's favorite x-men colossus but look you guys somebody he turns is, into medial okay well we have ben hurt <laughs> we, oh god ben hurt sounds like the name of a wrestler on like tiny tune adventures yes we have private pain uh-huh which is a movie i think i've seen starring connor <laughs> habib and alan silver those names mean nothing to you and everything to me uh, we had Skullduggery, which yeah. is a terrible name for a wrestler, but a great name for a ska band. Uh, <laughs> then we had Slither, portrayed by current AEW superstar Christopher Daniels. Huh. Oh, I was wondering who some of these that people were. That is Slither. Are. The rest are not famous. Um, they're like mostly um, indie Christopher guys. Christopher Daniels go by Christopher Daniels? No. Yes, he's SCU. Oh. The, bald, oh. the oldest bald guy in SCU. What? Oh, he was Slither. Shit. He was a very young guy playing Slither. 
Um, and there was also my favorite name that they had because it made no sense and it sounds so silly to say. Brash Knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's, Brash Knuckles. That's actually his drag name. But you can't say it that sounded like you're like, ah, pork chop from applesauce. Brash Knuckles. Brash Knuckles. Brash Knuckles. You, uh, you forgot the king of them all. Uh, which one? I brute Force. Name. I had Brute oh, I Force. I, I thought I said Brute Force. No, you went no. right to Oh, it. he's on, you know what? It, look how it is on my thing. Brute Force is there and they all started mm-hmm. there. Brute Force basically just Lord Humongous from, uh, The Road Warrior. But here's the thing. They didn't have all of them wrestle, right? Like, they only I had... they all did at some point. Really? I don't remember Colossus or <laughs> I think there might have been the tag match, maybe? Maybe. Colossus, but, a.k.a. Fake Vader? I feel like All-American Boy was, like, in everything. He was in everything. He was the obvious baby face. Uh, and we actually... I gotta say, this stuff... Here's the thing. The content of the special is, I think, actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Some stuff... Some uh, of it. Some of it was legit interesting. Some of it, I think, doesn't apply to wrestling as we know it, and it applies more to the territory-style wrestling. Yeah, yeah, especially there's one part. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that, I'm sure. Uh, and so that is a little irrelevant. The big problem with this is they frame it like they're breaking news. And in doing so, this is basically Geraldo Rivera, like, in Jimmy Hoffa's tomb or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is, it's, it's super happening. patronizing. They're showing you behind, and you're like, and it's like, yeah. They're like, it does You this. must think they're actually hitting them. He's protecting him. He's, pro- like, actually he's helping and you're like yeah they're working together there's a third person in there clever subterfuge <laughs> the ref yes he's in on it too <laughs> well yes of course could you imagine if wrestling was really just like a prank that two guys pull and the ref isn't in on it <laughs> and he's like wait wait a minute where'd that chair come from <laughs> You guys, I have to, I have to get this right. They're, they're gonna fire me. They go backstage and they're like shaking hands, good match, and the ref walks in. And it's like, you guys, it was all a ploy, right? It's like, it's like in uh, Pulp Fiction where um, Bruce Willis throws the match so that he can get the payout. And they're like, <laughs> wait a minute, this is all rigged. So, also fun fact. The narrator of this. Did you guys catch who the narrator voice is? I thought it was the guy from the same guy from Magic's. Magic Secrets Revealed, who's that bald guy from uh, the X-Files. Uh, this voice was the voice of Sabrina's cat on Sabrina Salem, the talking cat in the 90s Sabrina show. What, right. What's the name of the actor? Nick Thayer, I want to say, or something like that. Oh, Nick Bakay. Nick Bakay. Nick? B-A-K-A-Y. Yeah. That guy. No, he's like a fat ginger. So uh, that's who's narrating this. But yeah, but it's super fucking patronizing the entire time. So they start out by showing some basic stuff. They show um, punching, which how the stomping works with the punch to sell the punch. How the punches are open hand. Stuff we kind of know. That was fine. Kicks, big, big boots, like how, you know, they're holding up, they're catching it in their hands. Stuff that you can, that most people know now. See, and- we're and every say. time one of the wrestlers speaks, they sound like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, because <laughs> everyone's wearing these insane rubber masks too. Yeah, and and I'm sure there's some voice modulation too to protect them. Yeah, to, like all they had to say is like like the the true art behind wrestling, and they could 
spin this in a very different way. I would actually like to watch the exact same revelations like through a Netflix explained like 20 minute well edited snappy little doc. You right. know like right. wrestling how, like how wrestling explained. Like hello Netflix get on this. Like because it, it's it is I find seeing stuff like this doesn't have the effect of it ruins the illusion and therefore I can't enjoy it. It's like seeing Godzilla, like, like uh, Mickey Mouse with the head off, like smoking a cigarette behind the break room or whatever. It actually doesn't ruin it for me. I find Makes learning this stuff enhances yeah. my enjoyment of wrestling. Oh, you thought they were punching him? Actually, their fist is an open fist, you like, fucking you, idiot. You, oh, you mean you didn't want to watch that guy get murdered by someone else <laughs> with their bare hands? <laughs> well, we sorry to disappoint you. I, I like... Um, Getting to the the part about like the the smaller territories, they're like, oh, you think people bring signs to shows? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I brought a sign to a show. People, all of the people in a in WWF were bringing their own signs. So, it wasn't like Vince was sitting out there handing out signs that say Jabroni <laughs> misspelled. Vince is handing out a sign that says like Spunk 316. <laughs> also, for sure, Pat Patterson made this misspelled Jabroni sign. Let's be real. <laughs> Though it could have been Stephen Regal, as we know, the British are not very literate. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're referencing a show. We don't even know when this when this episode comes out. It's for a deep cut for our fans. The three parts of this that felt irrelevant. What I'd say when we were talking here, they said they they suggested that the promoter makes the signs. Um, to which I say no. Uh, and in this case, actually, famous wrestler promoter Harley Race was portraying the promoter. He was actually the most famous wrestling person associated with this at the time. Uh, obviously that doesn't happen with WWE. They had a whole thing where the announcer signals to the to the referee how much time is left. Yeah. Builds up one finger for five minutes or uh, two minutes, two fingers for ten minutes. Pen to wrap it up. Yeah. The I, that does not happen anymore. Referees have earpieces now. They're communicating directly with Vince from the back. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they also still rely on on commentary to pat to do some communicating if they have to, uh, but it might be more like I think it's all through headset. Does um does the ref still hand them the blade to do the blading? I do, well, they're not really doing blading so much anymore. So right. I, I don't know, but I imagine, yeah. And I know a lot of times they will tape it into their hand yeah, tape. Yeah, that's what I always remember hearing. So I'm not sure if it's always the ref that's passing it, but it is cool to know that's part of it. The uh, They showed us some moves that I thought were cool. I mean, the I also thought that was pretty obvious. Pile driver, very obvious. Suplex, mm -hmm. very obvious. Backbreaker, kind of cool to see. Mm -hmm. Splash, leg drop, all I thought were super Herc obvious. Rana. Hurricane Rana, but I think that was also pretty obvious. That's um, like the person doing a flip. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that uh, for me, I always thought that that was more the person giving than the person. It makes complete sense that it's yeah. not, but but just kind of like well, that's it. that's I think what you have to think about with wrestling in general is like all the cool moves are usually the person who is having it done to them is the one who's doing and, it. And and but I think part of that, especially with like the Hurricane Rana, like thinking about someone like Owen Hart and how much I respect Owen Hart and Owen Hart does a Hurricane Rana, so thinking to myself, oh, it must be Owen Hart that's doing the work in it. Yeah, because not everybody can do a Hurricane Rana. Like you're not seeing Braun Strowman up there doing it. But uh, but Lee, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, like um, that would have been a perfect opportunity to like – in, instead of like, oh, you think they're fucking punching him? Duh. It'd be like, you may think when you see a, hur a Hurricane Rana, like, that, that the person doing it is like such an amazing athlete. And yes, they are. But actually, the real athletic feat is happening. <laughs> yeah. You may think that they're a great athlete. And you'd be right. <laughs> well, <laughs> good, good for you. This We're is just not the confirm. tone of this special. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, just like. Uh, you may think those two work well together. 
this is very true. <laughs> They're good friends. What else do you think? It's like um, it's like Dora the Explorer. Like I just wait. <laughs> I did like how they explained, and and I think did a pretty good job um, showing the importance of selling. Again, they framed it as trickery, uh-huh. but really, so the world class acting. Yeah, but because if you show, especially yeah. let's say the 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 eye rake example they use, which mm-hmm. obviously like the move itself is easy to fake, right? Uh, but showing him sell afterwards is that's that's the talent, like yeah. knowing. Or the instinctual reaction when you're hit with a chair and you grab the back of your neck, even though he didn't hit you near your neck. But, like, those are things. Man, that's a lot of training to train your body to do those reactions. Tickle your lizard brain in just the right way. Um, When they showed the arm bar being applied without the other person selling, I thought that was really cool to watch. Really cool stuff. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that... uh, I thought when they were talking about their, like, the finishing moves... Some some of the finishing moves were like finishing moves from thirty years ago. Yeah, They're like, like oh oh yeah, when, when you know when that leg drop comes, you know that guy's not getting up. I'm like, <laughs> what what decade are we doing this? Like they could have talked about a lot of other. I mean, like <clears throat> they even talked about what was it? The it was like the splash from the outside, the like, outside the, splash. Yeah, how they catch. But I would love to see how you do like a a, a springboard acai moonsault. Like yeah, show me any of that. that. Like. How I want to know how the what the communication is like for to set up a shooting star press or like because mm-hmm. the stuff I thought about this that was truly the coolest is the when they turned on the wrestler mics and heard them communicate like oh yeah oh yeah elbow you Two mean more they, elbows, you mean they in. turned on their secret mics There's, I'm like it's a produced show <laughs> There's nobody in there it's not it's not a secret to anybody like, well, well, Eric, no they, they tricked hat. these guys into. Uh, <laughs> It's revealing these secrets. It reminds me of the Simpsons episode, like, Mr. Simpson, your hat is making a buzzing sound. <laughs> is there a camera inside? Like, Perhaps, no, it was a bee. <laughs> and then he hits the hat. And then the hat only had two days till retirement. Well, that's such, episode Simpsons is such great. a good episode. Uh, but I thought those parts, the communication stuff, that was really cool. And I would love to see more of that. Especially the part where it talked about the role of the ref. I was very, very interested in that part yeah. there. Because we, I've gotten, like... A lot of this stuff I also like, uh, not that like, I think we pick up on because we watch with a very like critical eye. Sure. And there are definitely times in matches where I can see, like, especially if there's an injury or something coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. I remember watching Bobby. Um, it was the match between I think it was um, the Kyrie, Kyrie Sane and uh, Asuka versus Charlotte, Charlotte and yes, um, Becky. Becky. And Bobby picking up on the injury and then pointing out all the calling there. I was very impressed by him. Yeah, because if you, cause, I mean, I watch a fuckload of i mean we all watch a fuckload of wrestling yeah but i feel like uh you can see when something's amiss and you're like they're not acting like they normally act like there's something going on here they're going out of their way and not acting normal it kind of looks like you know like when you're looking at it you know you're watching a bunch of ants and like something drops in the ant farm and then they all start acting weird like that's what it reminds me of like all of a sudden everyone's acting like a very (laughs) yes that very normal thing that we all did as kids what the fuck dude Sense you know when you have the micro, the, micro, <laughs> the magnifying glass on no, the ants, no, no, and you're no. waiting for the sun to come up, and you're no, like, "Oh, they're no, doing no, something no, weird no. now." But like you see a bunch of ants, they're going about their ant shit, and then you're like, "But you're eating ice cream, but you're a little fat kid." <laughs> you drop a little bit of your ice cream on the ground. They're like, "Oh shit, did you hear something?" I don't know. And you go over there and they're like, "Shit, there's ice cream over here." Everyone's like, "Oh shit, there's ice cream over here," and that's then all the ants are acting crazy. Okay. Am I losing my mind? <laughs> no, you're just you're just saying a lot about. Yeah, there's all there's a. The secret history of Bobby Hankins. We've gotten closer to you. Not a fat kid, huh? You were a fat kid. Yeah, I we knew that. I, I knew that. I didn't know that. I was like a. I mean, I was a fat kid a couple years ago. <laughs> Shut up, you guys. Fuck you. Um, 
What? Okay, where were we? Um, so we're talking about. I was talking about the cool the messages going around. Uh, I'm sorry, we're jump, I'm jumping. I don't remember the order we. Oh, it's on it's the show, okay, so, but no, but I, I had something I was thinking about. I do want to talk about. Um, they also ex- revealed the secret of audience plants, <laughs> which is a thing that everyone does in every form of entertainment across. They the actually, world. it actually turns out it's not a a, a fan that they are assaulting. <laughs> like what the fuck, man? But we this know. Is, Literally, uh, this is word for word from this. This kid is a con. In on the shill. Part of the hustle. I'm like, he's a kid. He's a kid actor, okay? He's doing his job. He is SAG. He is a mush join. Let him work. Also, he wasn't doing that well in this. No, in this, like, I'm, like, I'm like, this chill kid fucking sucks. Get Don't get him any ice cream. That kid's gonna get, they should say, this kid's gonna get a pizza and a ride home. I was like, oh, that's a <laughs> <laughs> a, a ride home, we mean, we're gonna bury him in a ditch. <laughs> no one is gonna know where this kid goes. <laughs> I mean, at least that granny put on some pads and gave us an act. <laughs> gave us some cell. <laughs> what about, what about <laughs> vibrating the whole way down? Uh, Mr. Grant. Oh, don't worry. The other guys by her are there just in case. Also, how's that for pile driving, Miss Daisy? <laughs> I'm really, really glad, though, that I was able to find out how the old fake trophy bit worked. <laughs> The gigantic trophy you know, that, that we always see. The thing see. that we always see in wrestling where there's an enormous trophy. No, it did make me think about the shovel and the broom we were watching recently. And I'm like, I bet that must have been how they got those heads off of those so quickly. They're like, they're sawed and glued back together as so they come apart just right. Um, I was really impressed recently the uh, the cricket bat during the yes. um, during the, the, the Tegan Knox. Um, no, no, I'm sorry, Portland. Uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. Um, Dakota Kai match, and that just kind of went up, fell apart. And uh, who was it? Tegan Knox who had it? No. Yes, I think it was Tegan Knox. No, it, Dakota yeah. Kai had it, and then it just fell apart in her hands, and like it looked like it hurt, and it was great. So on a slight side note, back to the 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 things that we are impressed by i'm kind of impressed that like the ref like knows to look away when other things are happening if i were in that ring and something was happening i'd be like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like to be able to be like oh, no. i have to be blind and i have to not pay attention to this like that would kill me because, well, i mean your favorite thing to do is watch things Eric. i love to watch things i make a podcast Shana's about it job, that's deborah's job to be like hey look over here just keep looking you having a good time you look great today by the way keep going they're still busy oh, they're i have now. some shit in my head yeah. <laughs> is it noticeable can you think they can notice it is it camera picking up what do you think uh i like that do we- i have a murphy bed for you I like the weapons. We learned about the trophy. We learned that chairs are just chairs, but they're hit along. I mean, they're definitely the lightest chair they could find. Uh-huh. But they're getting hit in the back with chairs and then media parts. We knew that. The salt ain't salt. The press tables really are press tables. I like that. The salt. I didn't realize that that was yeah. supposed to be salt. It. I remember the earliest. I remember, and don't quote me. This is like the origin of it, but it was salt. I remember Mr. Fuji, who would escort Yokozuna and his sumo gimmick. And sumo and salt, it made sense. Yeah, because they sumo put, and salt makes sense. They put salt on the mats when uh, in a true sumo. Okay, okay. So, but so it's funny I because am I making that? No, one? you're right. Okay, that right. Okay. I know. I, I was really surprised Eric didn't know that too. About um, the salt, uh-huh. I honestly, I was always like, oh, they're they're throwing like climbing powder in their in their eyes, and I'm like, actually, the salt is climbing is talcum powder that you use for climbing. I'm like, oh, so. 
That sounds like it'd be terrible to get you. Yeah, why does it tell them it's that? Yeah, why does it have to be salt? I mean, I'm sure salt is, I guess, would be worse, but that's still pretty bad. Good enough for the what you need to do. We saw all of that. They talked about blading a little bit. Juicing. Uh, juicing. Crimson. I Venice. forgot it was called juicing. By the way, they were like, the hero is called the the baby. And yeah. then like, yeah, baby faces. I'm like, someone's just not listening to what these guys are saying. Yeah, the hero's the little baby. <laughs> wah, wah. Me, 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 me. Oh, let's see. Okay. I, I've been holding on to this. This is the one. I... Love the way they kept saying secret in this super winky, winky, winky way. At one point, they're like, uh, they're like, um, they say, what, what was it? Oh, a tombstone pile driver. They're like, the wrestler goes, man, it could be, it's a really, it could be a really risky move. And then the, the announcer goes, it's risky, all right, unless you know the secret. <laughs> no! The wrestler who knows the secret just said it's risky. It's literally risky. Like, there's, there is nothing not risky about it. Yeah, knowledge is going to protect you. <laughs> mm, if you don't know the secret, it's risky, but we all know everything. We're fine. I'm um, immortal. I read a book. I did. Oh, my God. Hold on one second. I can find this. Oh, wait. Sorry, guys. Keep going. I want to see if I can find what I was looking for. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Here we go. Uh, then uh, after this aired on the next Monday Night Raw, Mick Foley was talking to his tag partner Al Snow, uh, and he said to Al Snow, "We didn't do so well last week, but last night the secrets of professional wrestling were revealed to me." <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking genius! Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller on WCW similarly went out and went, "Now you know all." secrets after it aired so they definitely took this all in stride man good for them man i think mick foley wins by a country mile on that one but don't worry <laughs> last night the secrets in professional wrestling revealed to me that's hilarious that is like the perfect shade it's like not making it seem relevant not making it seem like anything but also being unbothered that is how it's done this was released on vhs Wait, they sold. They tried to sell this. <laughs> this yep, this horse shit. And I bet people bought. It. I would have bought it if I if I knew how. Would you child. have paid for them to say, "Hey, you fucking idiot! I, do you know I, the secrets?" I remember when this was airing. Like, if this was appointment television. I remember I was pissed because we were visiting my grand my grandparents, <laughs> oh, and I was like, "I gotta watch this." And I had to go into the TV room, and I was like, "Sorry, guys, I'll see you at some other point. Like, I need to watch this." And it was. Had to go. Television. <laughs> Grandma, I gotta go watch my stories. You understand. Mom, Grandma, I gotta get dumbed by this TV thing about what a dumb baby I am for liking this stupid shit. <laughs> what I really like to see, you mentioned earlier, like that you want like the 20 minute, like down and dirty, just like well ed- edited. I want the 14 hour Ken Burns wrestling. Yeah. See, but you know what I don't want? I mean, that sounds terrible. I don't want to be like. In 1942, in the Jim Crockett promotion in the Northwest, I don't want a bunch of that. I don't want oh, that see, shit. I, I, I'm, I'm I, interested in that. I want. Re- I don't want wrestling history, but I want wrestling art and science. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, so I want to see like infographics, and I want to see like an animated like diagram of like where the body parts and musculature is going. Like, I want like the science of it more than uh, I don't. I don't want to know, like. <laughs> Well, I don't the, know the territory I, businessy the stuff. Thing, I think it's probably a bit gross. The thing that I like 
about this though is that it's an outside force kind of putting this together because nowadays the only people writing the history of wrestling is the wrestling promotions i've actually made i've made this point before which is that we i I don't remember if i made it on the podcast but i think i've talked about it just in, in in normal conversation i don't really like that wwe is responsible for making the 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 documentaries yeah. about WWE because because yeah because like that's how you get you know Hulk Hogan like oh Hulk Hogan our greatest person ever and like no nothing else happened with him it the was end. it was crazy evident just this week Eric after NXT Takeover Portland they had episode one of their new series they did one on the Attitude Era and they're doing one now on the Ruthless Aggression Era. And literally at one point, it's just like, and then we decided to change the name of the company. Nothing about getting sued by the World Wildlife Fund. It was just one day Vince McMahon was like, well, you know what? I got an idea. We need something fresh. WWE. Right. Like, like the NFL and NFL films are not the same company. NFL films just shoots things. I mean, I guess the NFL lets them, but it's not, you know what I mean? Like there, you need, you need a, an independent yeah, authority. But, but how hard hitting is NFL films there's being always about? Going to be some, well, I mean, they're look, just filming stuff. Also. As a journalist, um, there's always going to be a, a delicate dance with like, a documentary work with like access versus sure influence. Uh, but in the WWE's case, when they wholly own like top to bottom production, distribution, marketing, everything. Yeah, this isn't access. This also, is like, the paycheck. To, it's not like it's up to the federations to tell the history of wrestling. I mean, like AEW is doing great, but. For the longest time, and there's one wrestling company. And so they own all of the history now. They own all of WCW's history. They own all of the history. Um, well, now, um, in a few months, though, uh, once we get into the 1999 stuff, I think we'll have to watch the Beyond the Mat documentary. I would love to. That followed uh, Mick Foley, Terry Funk, and we Shake watched the Snake, clips I think. Of it, I think. Didn't we watch? No, we just talked about it before. Yeah, I think so, because I was watching clips maybe after Hell in a Cell or one of the... We were talking about Mankind mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I, I remember I've seen clips from it. Sure, I'm down. Um, but yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see more of the moves explained and more of the... I just think it's fascinating calling a match. And I think the fact that like we think in our heads like they know what the match is going to be. And, they, and sure, they know the big spots before they go and they know the finish and whatever... But everything they're doing in that time they're out there that they are like on the fly, like improvising is that's incredible. I mean, that's incredible. I'd like to see also what happens when things don't go as planned, which is almost all the time. When Samojo was taken out with a concussion two weeks ago on Raw, and Kevin, and, and then I think, and also one of the Viking Raiders. And I think like Kevin Owens had to like wrestle on the wrestle the match by him. Oh, I think the Viking Raiders one might have been a, a work. A work. But I'm trying, I can't, God, I can't retain any information, but. Joe was injured and Kevin Owens was out and Kevin Owens had to fight a handicap match and they had to recall the whole match on the fly, but it was like Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. So it was like, great. Well, when you're watching like 12 hours of, of wrestling a week, it's it's really hard it's to keep things thank straight. You. Okay, that makes me feel better. No, 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 no. Because no. it's so hard to retain all of the details. Mike, I have some students that like love wrestling and are able to tell me like the, like talk about the Attitude Era and be like, oh yeah, it was at this match that he won the championship. And That's they because lost they're year. 16, okay? They got 20 more years of shit to fill in their brain. <laughs> yeah. And let's see if the Attitude Era match like dates are still also, in there. Also, ask them, ask them what their, uh, their, you know, account balances and how yeah. much they've been spending on rent. Uh, Are you going to fin on my kids now, too? <laughs> Listen, you fucking little pigs. 
Eric, uh, what do you want to see out of a... What secrets of wrestling do you need revealed? Uh... How do they get so wet? <laughs> Nobody has answered that at all for us. Actually, I did find out because uh, what was it? I think I was reading about or somebody, you know, it was a, uh, it was the thing about about Steve Austin, basically how he screwed up because oh, the baby oil, baby mm-hmm. oil. So it is baby oil. No, I mean, I, I, as I said, I, I would like to see like what happens when things go go cross-eyed and and like what you know, how do they deal with it then? And you know, like. They cannot like it'd be so much. It would be so cool to see like a um, a a, po- a post mortem of a of a match. Like take a match and like break it down into what happened in this match and exactly like when they lost control or when something went the way it wasn't supposed to go. Like all those things are super interesting to me. So yeah, cool. All right, love us, disagree, want to reveal all of our secrets. Um, hit us with a unfolded chair. <laughs> sure, eh, whatever. <laughs> Let us know. Email us at hellinacellphone at gmail Get updates on Facebook or Twitter at hellinacellpod, or tweet at us individually. Eric at Prime Silver, Bobby at Bobby Hank, and Aaron at Slowpass. Our theme song is "There Are Traders in Our Mitts" by Disco Vietnam, and our artist by Alexis Yavni. Find links for both in our episode notes. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be back again next Monday. I thought, of, I thought of it. I thought of it. Yeah. Want to give us a pizza and a ride home? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want right now. Uh, I ordered dinner while we were recording. <laughs> <laughs>